What's up, y'all? Aaron from the Ones Ready Podcast, sitting down for some real talk. So buckle it up. Candidates, I hope you got something to write on, something to write with. Maybe you just pay attention to it. Maybe you're going to use this video in the future. Maybe it's useful. Maybe it's not. But here's what we're going to do. There's a lot of things that you're unaware of because you're not on the inside, right? We're pretty focused. We tend to have a little bit of blinders on when we're doing our thing and we're just moving forward, which is totally fine. Sometimes you need to just focus and put your head down. I'm hoping to give you some other optics so that you know what battle you're fighting. And more importantly, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you some helpful ways to combat these things. And we're going to start off with the biggest one from our end of it. So people outside of the candidate world, the number one thing is we're saying is these darn new kids are all entitled and they all have stuff that we didn't have. This is true. When I look back at what I did to get ready for indoc or what I did during what we call the preparation course or the prep course at that time, it is light years away from what y'all have having a place to sleep with a bed and a whole staff of people that are 100% focused on getting you through this pipeline to have the special warfare candidate course, to have a set up program of eight weeks in order to prepare you to go to assessment selection. That's a huge deal. So when older dudes in the career field or those middle dudes or dudes and dudettes are sitting here going, Oh, these, these people are entitled. They get way more than us and they complain more than us. There's a little bit of truth to that. If we're not evolving, if we're not constantly trying to make things better, then what are we doing? It doesn't make any sense to just accept the status quo. So, of course, we've had to make things better. And, of course, we found better practices to do it. A thing that I'll have you understand is that from the outside looking in, we want to be the same. We want to have that shared experience of assessment and selection. We want things to be tough. We want things to be hard. We want it to be a gate that you have to pass that you have something in common with us. So while it may seem, and sometimes it is, a little bit condescending, a little bit dismissive of, oh, it was always harder when I went through, there's some validity to it. And, and I will say there is some validity. If we just look at the the claim here, these these young candidates are entitled. They get way more than we do. That's true. That's 100% true. We were living in demolished, you know, dorms that were waiting to be torn down. We were living and working in spaces that other people, no kidding, turned over because it didn't suit them. It wasn't nice enough for them to work. And that's where we slept and ate. That doesn't mean it's right. That doesn't mean it produced better PJs or combat controllers or special recon back in the day. It was, you know, Southie or better officers. It just didn't. So we had to change things. And now there always are going to be those feelings. But how can you perform? How can you candidates out there? We know that that's what the major gripe is, right? You guys are entitled. You're not doing everything that we had to do. Therefore, you're less than. Number one, I disagree with it. But how can you train to defeat this? That's exactly what I want you to do. I want you to be undeniable. I want you to go into every single event and perform in such a way that those other, the, the naysayers basically have to accept that you're just better or they have to stop making that claim. So granted, you may have all of these things, but if you're consistently performing at a level that the people that are talking bad about you can't reach, well, then we know what to do and we can just ignore that feedback and move on. So number one, candidates, listen up. You're entitled. People think that you're entitled. So you got to put your nose to the grindstone and you got to be a little bit more humble, a little bit better, a little bit faster, a little bit stronger in order to get over that initial, that initial feeling as it were, right? You have more information at your disposal than any generation previous. The fact that we even have ones ready or that we have a Reddit and a Discord and the comment section 
any number of things to connect you with like-minded people to train, to bounce ideas off of. Just look at the amount of programs that are out there. Obviously, you know, we love Coach Edgerton over at 18 Alpha Fitness. We love Bob Roberts over at Special Tactics Training Group. There are a million people, SOCOM athlete, that are running, you know, even the GORUCK events. You can get mentorship and guidance in a very, very dynamic environment to get you prepared, ready to go. We talked about it in that first one, but that sort of leads to this opinion of entitlement. You have at your fingertips more information than all of us did for our entire career. And some people feel we still get pushback. Some people feel some type of way about us essentially telling you the entire game. But just like Trey Free said in one of our previous podcasts from 724-SDG-RAS, Recruiting and Selection, treat it like the NFL Combine. I'm happy to give you as much information as you can possibly take in. But what we want to see is we want to see you use that information correctly. A lot of times the people that have these feelings about putting too much information out there their main gripe is, well, I didn't have any of it. You didn't afford me any of that information. And oh, by the way, these young cats, they know everything, but they don't act on anything. So what do we expect you to do with this information? Well, we expect you to apply it. If we spend all this time to talk to you and get this information out and prepare you as best as we possibly can to link you up with any recruiter, we can link you up with any special operator. You have access directly to pararescuemen and combat control uh, combat controllers and special reconnaissance men and special tactic officers and crows and tacpos, we can get you direct access to that. But when we see you take that direct access with more information and more preparation than you've ever had, and you still don't make the decision to go on and do something and be successful, that's frustrating. And that's where that gripe comes from. We We don't want you just to have information to know it. It's great to be the smartest person in the comment section. I need you to be the smartest person on a team somewhere. And those two things are remarkably different. You can talk in the comment section and lament your station in life all you want. And you can know every piece of information. It doesn't matter. We've said it a hundred times before candidates. It does not matter if we give you the playbook. You still have to go play the game. You can be the best candidate at DEP. DEP is not the final test. Your development sessions are not the final test. It doesn't matter if you win every single event in the development program. Also, it does not matter if you fail every single event other than the IFT. If you can pass the IFT and you can get in, you've got a shot. In our organization, we want a quality of opportunity, not equity of outcome. If you can pass the IFT and you can get to assessment selection, you have a shot, just like everybody else. No better, no worse. You'll be given no special treatment. You have to go to ANS and you have to perform. And by the way, ANS isn't the end of the journey either. ANS is another a spot for you to perform, but but being selected out of ANS and riding the pipeline after that, that's not the end. You're never done earning your beret. It doesn't end when you get to your first team. It doesn't end after your first deployment. It doesn't end after your first save. It doesn't end after your first bomb dropped. It doesn't end after your first successful deployment or year on team. None of that matters. It matters that you keep doing it. The man in the arena fighting every single day is what's important. You've never made it. So stop thinking that you've made it in the development program. Being the best person in your development program means absolutely nothing because we all still have to go to ANS. We have to keep our head down and we have to fight through it. Staying motivated during this process isn't some sort of Herculean feat. It's the expectation. 
It's going to be a long journey. I can't motivate you every day. No one can motivate you every day. You have to motivate you every single morning. You have to look at yourself in the mirror when you wake up and you have to be ready to go get after it. No matter how sore you are, no matter how tired you are, no one is going to do the work for you. And the hard work is lonely. The real hard work that you have to do on yourself, getting better, attacking your weaknesses, that work is lonely and no one's going to be there with you. If you have more weaknesses than your buddy, guess what? You're spending more time working on things that you're not good at and he is going to just go to dinner. He's going to go stretch. They're going to go roll out and eat some food. Meanwhile, you might have to tie knots. You might have to study a little bit more. You might have to pretend that your buddy is an airplane and you're working talk-ons and go big to small. You might have to put in extra knowledge sessions on what it is that you're actually supposed to do in recon and figure out what those close reconnaissance missions look like. How does your gear set up? Like there is a never ending task list of things that you have to be a professional at. And there's no way for us, if you're looking externally for somebody to motivate you in that process, you are going to fail. And I'll just tell you straight up, you are not going to be successful if you're waiting on somebody to give you something, whether that's motivation, the answers to a test, the willingness to go on further and, and not quit where you wanted to quit before, those things are not exceeding the standard. That's the baseline minimum for what we expect, that you show up motivated every single day, regardless of how it is you may personally feel, and you're there to do a job. Because make no mistake, we are in the business of war fighting. When you get into one of these aspect war career fields, you need to focus that you are there to drop bombs and kill people and save people's lives. Sometimes we save people's lives by killing a whole bunch of other people that would do us harm. Sometimes we save people's lives by getting into a gunfight to protect our patient. Sometimes we use kinetic and non-kinetic effects in order to help people. But really what we're there to do is the business of war fighting. And we are there, no kidding, to drop bombs, kill people, be aggressive and protect the people that we're meant to save. That is what we do inside of Air Force Special Operations. So if you're not ready to accept that fact and get after that every single day, you're already behind. Uh, the, the pipeline sucks, okay? And, and I'll be real with you as much as I possibly can on this, but the pipeline is terrible. It's hours and hours and hours of boredom, showing up too early, cleaning well after the day is supposed to be over getting yelled at for things that you think are not your problem. And even worse, sometimes you're physically reprimanded for those things. Sometimes you have to get physically smoked until you can't raise your arms anymore because your team needed to learn a lesson that was important to the instructors. I get it, but it doesn't matter. The pipeline is the best part of your career. When you get out of that pipeline and you go to your first unit, you've heard the phrase a lot, but we say that you're just dangerous enough to kill people. And that is true. That is a truism. When you get out of that pipeline that sucks so long and you were cleaning CCT, we used to make the joke as a combat cleaning team and pararescuemen and everybody else. We were a jack of all trades, but we were better janitors. Your primary janitor. That's what we called PJs back in the pipeline. I get it. It sucks. And you're going to have to climb up that ladder. But guess what? When you get to team, the stakes are much higher. If you screw something up in the pipeline, you might have a little operant conditioning. You might have a little OC that you have to do. You have to pay with push-ups. Let me tell you, once you get the team, somebody could die. Your teammate, somebody that shouldn't have, worst of all, the people that we're supposed to go get or supposed to protect in this business of warfighting, the stakes are too high. You have to get through that pipeline and you got to show up on team hungry. 
Don't complain about the lows. Don't get too high on the highs. You're going to have a ton of low points in your pipeline. And you're going to have a ton of high points as well. But you can't go too far either way. You have to remain even keeled. You have to really be focused on what it is that you're supposed to do. If you get caught celebrating the highs too much, that's where people start pumping their own gas. Where people start believing that they, they might be just something special on their own. And it's a slippery slope. You want to be humble. You want to be competent. You want to ride that line between confident and cocky because we need that sort of bravado. We need people to do impossible things. But the second you start thinking you're a little bit too good, that's where the downfall happens. And that's what you need to be careful of. Candidates, we, we love you. We got love in your heart. We want to see you be better. But y'all got some work to do. I want you to hear this talk from us. And I want you to understand the reasoning behind it because we want you to be better. So step one, don't be entitled. How do we avoid that sense of entitlement? You show up humble, you show up hungry, you show up in shape, ready to train with whatever it is that you need for that day, and you do it your entire pipeline. I can't motivate you to, to be there every single day. Th these words might not motivate you, but the message has to. We have to get to a point where you show up every single day, on time, something to write on, something to write with, with the appropriate gear, motivated, properly prepared for your training event. If you do that your entire career, you're going to be a superstar. Take the information that we're giving you. Take all this information that you've got via Reddit, via Discord, the Instagram, the onesready.com, everybody that we've linked you up with. Take that information, use it, and actually apply it. Show it. Show us. Show those people that are engaging with you that you are not a waste of time, that you are not a waste of our effort, because we don't have a lot of time on this end. I'm not speaking just about the Ones Ready crew. I'm talking about senior NCOs, NCOs, pararescuemen, TACP. You seem to have this idea that you could just reach out to somebody and, oh, yeah, just give me an hour of your time. It's no problem. It is a big problem because we have a very limited resource, and that's time. You can never make more of it. So when you take this information and we put information out, make it look like you're using that information and doing what you're supposed to with it. It'll go a long way. And then finally, you know, we can't complain about the highs. We can't complain about the lows too much. This will help you out throughout your pipeline way more than anything else. It helps with a whole lot of things. So. If there was one thing that I could say to you candidates is take it for exactly what it is. There's going to be highs. There's going to be lows. It's okay to feel good about a good training day. It's okay to talk a little crap to your friend about having a great day. It's also okay to get down on yourself a little bit and say, hey, today wasn't my best job. What it's not okay is it's not okay to be too high on any one thing. And it's not okay to be too low on any one thing either. Keep that nice, even victor or victim mentality, right? Keep that nice, even press towards the future without getting too high or too low about anything and you'll be successful overall candidates we want you to to succeed but it's a two-way street it's us and it's you working together to make sure that this dream this crazy thing that you're trying to accomplish happens because in the end that's all we want we want the best possible candidates for air force special warfare and our career fields to make sure that we're ready resilient relevant moving into the future so we can compete and win for the entire nation and our ideals not just for this little thing that we call aspect war. Train hard, regret as hell. Have a good one.